everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Well, the great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, like a job for me. Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I'll bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Got family game night on the brain? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Bring home a new game and bring your family together with Picture Rica and other great Hasbro games. Picture Rica. Hasbro family game night. Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani for the third week in a row with... Uh, well, I guess we'll say the vintage gamer himself, David Cohen. Hey. <laughs> and we'll continue our discussion of the resurgence of the board game, toys, vintage uh, board games, everything in, in I would say, in, uh, what, uh, in a violation of all things uh, electronic. We're, we're not really going electronic. We're going back to uh, a one-on-one discussion with family members as we're playing Risk or Monopoly or board games and having some fun with the resurgence is billions of dollars right now being earned by Parker Brothers, Hasbro, all of these toy manufacturers and board game manufacturers. There's a resurgence on television of, of some of these board games. And we're having some fun with Dan Newberger, who is a, a gentleman that we could say is a toy and board game aficionado. And he's a gentleman that is a friend of ours. We have uh, heard him for the last two shows on Everything Old is New Again and continuing the Half Hollow Hills High School East tradition of um, talking all things board games with Dan Newberg, how are you? Dan? Well, hello. Welcome back. Uh, we're actually going to extend ourselves beyond the board game into, I guess you could call it a toy of uh, the yo-yo. Has anybody seen, hear, or heard of a yo-yo recently? Anybody? Dan, hey, I, I love you, yo-yos. <laughs> you, were, you were playing with one I know on a, I, recently on a train. You got I, a I got a lot of strange looks. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, so yesterday evening, I was coming back from some meetings in Washington D.C. and I knew that I was going to be with you guys today and that we might be talking about yo-yos. So I happened to bring a yo-yo with me because it's been a long time since I've played with a yo-yo. But I'm sitting in my in my seat on the Acela train and took the yo-yo out and just started playing with the yo-yo in the aisle. And I got a lot of very strange looks. <laughs> a lot of any, very strange looks. Any smiles? It was all like... Uh, no, I, I, I think that I saw a lot of people looking at me like they felt sorry for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the yo-yo goes way back to the, you know, like the 30s and 40s, really hit its heyday in the 40s and 50s and even 60s where there were yo-yo champions. If you remember this older gentleman, there were contests, yo-yo contests. If you ask your father, your grandfather about the yo-yo, you'll put a smile on their face because that was a toy. That was maybe even you could say the tablet of the day. I mean, every kid back in the day, 40s, 50s, 60s, knew about yo-yos, played with yo-yos, knew the yo-yo trick. Now, if we're broadcasting to someone that's in their 20s, do you think they even, they have to know what a yo-yo I is at so. least? Yeah, oh, I think sure. they know what a yo-yo is. Yeah. But you don't see them anywhere. Well, you they're listening to a couple every week. So. <laughs> there, there are actually yo-yos now that are very expensive yo-yos. Uh, maybe they got all kinds of bells and whistles and lights and stuff on them. But yo-yos actually go back to the ancient Greeks, believe it or not. There, there are hieroglyphics, and I'm not making this up, wow. where they actually show characters like the pharaoh with like a horse face with a yo-yo in their hand. Wow. And they they've uh, found 
um, yo-yos made out of terracotta, which you would think would be kind of hard to actually work the yo-yo, but um, there—I mean, the yo-yos actually go back quite a ways. And the name yo-yo was actually a derivative of um, so Duncan, who we all know Duncan yo-yos. He actually traveled to the Philippines sometime. I think it was in the in the 1930s, and saw this guy, this entrepreneur in the Philippines who was selling, is mass producing and selling successfully yo-yos. So Duncan went back on a later trip to the Philippines and purchased the company along with the name Yo-Yo and turned it into the Duncan Yo-Yo Company. So it was called a Yo-Yo when he got there? It was called a Yo-Yo by this guy in the Philippines who, you know, I don't know what it was called before and it was probably just called, you know clay thing on the end of a string. I'm not, I'm not sure what it was called, but and it was interesting because even though Duncan thought that he had purchased the right to the name Yo-Yo, he actually ended up losing the company years later to I, I think the name of the company was Flambeau based out of Canada because there were so many lawsuits of companies that were using the name Yo-Yo and he was constantly suing them for the use of the trade name. And even though he won the lawsuits, he ended up going bankrupt as a result. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's a sad story, actually, for uh, for Mr. Duncan. But. So, so the Duncan yo-yos that we see now are not manufactured by him or his company, per se. That's it's, right. It's it's some other uh, entity that has have made yo-yos. Now, you've brought a few with you today. Where did you get them? Where could you find yo-yos? I know they're at Toys R Us, but where else? They're, they're in virtually every local toy store, and I was, I was surprised. They had a, a variety of them. I, I brought um, two models. One is the Duncan Imperial, and the other is the Duncan Butterfly. Inexpensive, just a couple of dollars each. So it's this is not a toy that you know you you have to spend a lot of money on for your right. kid to have you know a lot of entertainment from. I will say that you know when we were younger, we probably knew how to do all the tricks that I'm sure you're going to want to try and do now on the <laughs> yeah. air. I don't remember how to do any of them. <laughs> Luckily for us, I went back and I found, believe it or not, on YouTube there is an expert. Uh, from the 60s that uh, I guess you could say they did a little bit of a short as to how to run your own Duncan yo-yo contest, your local contest. And within that, they established there were 10 tricks that you would use. And there's a pro uh, and kids that were pros even also that I divided up into four of the tricks that actually try to put into words how to do the tricks. Of course, the video helps a little bit more, but uh, it's interesting that they laid that out. Kids would have their own yo-yo contest, whether it's for fundraising or just for have fun. And it would be who can do these tricks and who can do the tricks better. Uh, so this is something that, you know, I think that you can, <laughs> for a couple of bucks, you can, if you can get your kids into it, you need to have hand-eye coordination. You need to really think about what you're doing. And um, I don't know, it starts with what they call, we, I called it a sleeper. They call it on this here a spinner. So let's just listen to this first, and we'll see if we can do that. And if, uh, if you like uh, at home, you can try to play along All yo-yo tricks are dependent on first learning how to do the spinner. You start by holding the yo-yo in this position. Notice the wrist action. It's this action that gives you the speed you need to make for a good spinner. Take a close look at the way the yo-yo spins. Turn your hand slowly, and when you're ready to have the yo-yo return, give it a gentle upward motion. 
the bottom line is a spinner is just like having the yo-yo instead of the yo-yo going up and down, just to have it go down and sleep, stay in the down position. So what he's talking about is you 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 flick your wrist down, you put the yo-yo on your finger, of course, and the string on your finger. You flick your wrist down, but don't flick your wrist back up to have the yo-yo come up. So you're just going to flick it and let it sit there where it is. Yeah, it's really important to put the end of the string on your finger. Otherwise, it's really hard exactly. to work the yo-yo. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stand up and yeah. try to do it. Give me a, a this minute. This is it. This is it. Look. Oh, David <laughs> No, it has to actually be spinning. Oh. oh. <laughs> and that's what he's saying, too. you got to spin it fast so it remains spinning enough time that you can then bring it back up when you want to. Uh, Dan is just about doing it. Uh, I'm going to give it a shot here. Let me see what we can do here. Is there any sound effects? Oh, hello. I just did around the world. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other trick. But So once you do that, every other trick... Uh, stems basically from you being able to put your yo-yo in that way. Now, David just did it, but you didn't give it enough speed. you got to really flick that wrist hard so it gives a, enough of a spin so that you'll have enough energy to bring it back up when you want to. So you're so, saying I need more wrist action? You need more wrist action. All right. Uh, what we're going to do is take it from that. We're going to listen to a uh, – um, well, we're going to come back right after this, and we'll continue uh, with a walk the dog and maybe even rock the baby on everything old is new again. We're going to see if we can uh, uh, teach you and, and everyone else a little bit about uh, the yo-yo and have some fun on everything old is new again. Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Duncan, the greatest name in yo-yos and a super name in fun, brings you Disco Duncan. And now, Duncan has designed their yo-yos to spin even longer, so tricks are easier to perform. Welcome back to Everything Else New Again. This is Douglas Viviani. That's a little bit of an intro from Duncan themselves on a commercial. I had to cut short there. Sorry. We're just going on and on about yo-yos. And uh, we're having some fun with Dan Newberger, uh, another member of the Rogues Gallery, doing his third show on toys, board games. And now we're on to yo-yos, something you can do with your family and have some fun. And maybe there'll be a resurgence. What do you think, David Cohen? I think there could be because we've just spent the last half hour just doing nothing but yo-yos. <laughs> so it's got to tell you something. <laughs> and we, we did the, uh, the sleeper. We've learned that. Yes. And on the walk the dog, David Cohen, you did that in the break here. A little bit. You want to try to do it again. Basically what that is, you, you sleep the, the yo-yo, and then you put it on the ground and let it move for, I don't know, a couple of inches or whatever, a foot or so, and then bring it back up. So he's letting it down. He just did that. And you just you got to make sure you have enough speed to, to get that yo-yo back up once it once it walks. Uh, maybe we'll do a little bit of uh, I've got a little clip of instruction. Maybe it'll help you out a little bit more. Let's see if you can get a little help from, from Duncan themselves. Here's 10-year-old Calvin Robinson. He's going to walk the dog. Throw a fast spinner, gently lower the yo-yo to the ground, and let it walk in front of you. Very simple. A uh, 10-year-old could do it, David. Have you been successful? No, I haven't. I'm just trying to recreate the guy's voice. What, what was with the voices but, back but then? But I love, I love also how insulting it is in some ways. You ten-year-old expert, yeah. did, and you were sitting here trying. If to a ten-year-old can do it, so can you. <laughs> you boob. Yeah. All right, let me. I'm going to try the rock the baby. Actually, let's um, play that also, so you hear what that is. It basically is sleeping it, and then with your hand, you bring up the string 
up. So bring, of course, bring the yo-yo up. You make a little bit of a house, uh, and like a cradle, a rock cradle, and you rock it like in this. between. <laughs> Dan's doing it. The, unfortunately, the yo-yo is not spinning. Uh, He's just uh, plays it, basically playing with the string. Uh, it's, yeah. like, it's like a rock on the end of a rope. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's great because you need to you need to learn a little uh, skill with this. I think you'd say. Um, and let's hear from like probably like eight year old Jennifer. Let's see who's who's doing this one. Rocking the baby. Throw a spinner. Raise string with left hand while lowering right. Then raise, forming a triangle. Lower left hand and rock the baby. There you go. I, I think I could. I used it's to do so that. So easy. One. Let me see if I could do that. Give me some, Dave. Give me some commentary here. Somebody. All right, Viviani, he's got it. He's lifting it. He's rocking. But I did it, but you know, but it was it died it halfway. Spin. It died halfway, but I got it. It was not it. spinning when you rocked it's, it. You know, that's what's cool about because these they look easy. These are not easy tricks all the time. Does that make any sense? I, they're incredibly difficult. I think you're understating it. The, Clearly, there's something, there's something wrong with my yo-yo. I can't, <laughs> I can't even get it. To the you know, poor man, poor worker blames his yo-yo. I'm telling you, you got to have, this is the great one, the, the butterfly. I'm going to try it again. Here we go. Okay. Any minute now. All right, he's winding his yo-yo. All right, here we he's go. He's getting ready. Snaps it down. Um, I gotta get like this, must be, this must be oh, practice. Oh, he almost poked himself okay. in the eye with the yo-yo. All right, so. And he's giving up. And uh, here it is again. And I got it. Look, here it is. And. Oh, it's and working. I, it's, and up again. Oh, I did yes. it. There you go. All right, so it does take a little bit of practice and a lot of imagination. But you and can, some alternative facts. <laughs> You can get the Rock the Baby. What I think is an easy one that'll probably take your brother's eye out as you do this if you're an eight-year-old. But uh, be careful to try the Loop to Loop. This is pretty cool. Try this one. Listen to this. Loop the Loop with Sandy Warner. Send the yo-yo out in front of you. Yeah. Snap your wrist sharply in a circular motion. There you go. And it will loop and take off again. Just basically means that it's you, that easy. It, it, you, you do is you throw the yogurt, yogurt, oh, yogurt. yogurt. Throw the uh, <laughs> yo-yo out, and then whip it around around you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think I can do this one. <laughs> All right, Dana's <laughs> going to do this, and if you need some room, you might want to step yeah. outside the studio. Yeah, hold on. Don't come this, back. By no. the way, this works. This works really well in a crowded subway train. <laughs> here he goes. All right. All right, he's going to try it outside the studio so that we have a window here. Successful. All right, let's see what he does because it's uh, practicing a little bit. Now, here he goes. I was right, wearing glasses. He's clutching his heart. Wait, something's wrong. <laughs> I hope he doesn't uh, knock himself in the glasses. There you go. He did it. He, he did, did it. it. He went out wow. and he flicked it around his hand. That's impressive. And man. out and back again. Wow, Dan, that is that, I, very impressive. Very impressive. Did you Have you ever done that before? I, what, uh, I couldn't th practice that one on the train, so I'm actually impressed that I was able to do that. Well, but why did you think you could do it? Like, that was pretty cool like you knew well because this one doesn't require you to sleep the yo-yo which my <laughs> does not seem to want to sleep okay i got gotcha. you and well th and then there's a flying trapeze have you seen that one uh i think it goes down well let's hear what they say about that because yeah, they explain it so well <laughs> here's a seven-year-old timmy <laughs> here's newborn timmy <laughs> there's absolutely no problem making that dog sleep you know flying trapeze dog walk. throw the yo-yo across the body and loop string over left first finger yeah Yo-yo will land on string, okay. and while still spinning, will ride back and forth as you move your fingers. It works a little easier with the butterfly. That's it. I have the butterfly, but I bet you I can't do it. Let me give this a shot. Someone <laughs> give me some commentary here on this. All right. There he goes. He's pulling it up. He's oh, got it spinning. No. I almost had it, though. Try it again. Remember, I haven't done yo-yos for... Have any of us Weeks. 
We did this in elementary school, yo-yos with big hit. They were. All right, try it again. I remember people people in elementary school getting yelled at because they took the yo-yos out before recess, and they had different colors, and some of them lit up when you, when you oh, set I them off. The ones and that lit up. And Sparkled. the teachers would get so mad. You know, yeah. Now they're taking out cell phones and you know, texting each other. We played with yo-yos. Wouldn't it be great if you got a combination cell phone yo-yo? Oh, <laughs> not a bad idea. All right, so... Um, so there's completely... By the way, the commentary is that yes. you were completely unsuccessful. Yeah, that was... Tra- the, the flying trapeze is not easy. No, uh, it's I not I will try it one more time. That's what's good about it, though. You need to earn your ability you to, to do this. Yes. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, come on. It's not even sleeping. Oh, wait, here we go. And then, yeah, I oh, think our and audience then, is sleeping Here it is. Now. Wait, and then it goes, and... Oh, it just fell. I just almost had it. You didn't even almost have it. Not I even think almost. the trapeze artist is in the is in the net right now. <laughs> I'm glad there was a, a safety net for him. Uh, but listen, the bottom line is for those of you still listening. Go ahead. <laughs> I think yo-yos are a, are a kick. I think if you show them to your kids, here's an idea. Actually, maybe have grandpa or grandma show your kids the yo-yo, and you and your wife can go out for a, a night on the town because this will keep them busy for quite some time. And when you get back, just make sure you have health insurance because it's possible there's an eye that might get involved. I, I would be curious to know how long it takes your children to learn how to use the yo-yo because I guarantee they'll be much more adept at it than we would be given the same Definitely. amount of time. You know what? Definitely. That's a great idea because they're more, what would you say, they're more um, pliable, whatever. They're, they're, they're an open slate. They're ready to just do this and it's follow true. the instruction and, and all. I would also suggest buying a number of them because we're, we're constantly uh, – I would just say unraveling, getting, unraveling the, yeah, because they do get a little bit. You, you would know. think that, given all the time that yo-yos have been around, that somebody would have figured out a way to have a string that didn't do what our strings are doing. That's there. a good point. Like in between, can't you do with like a little swivel on yeah, this? On yeah. the you know? some little contraption that takes the twisting yeah, out of the string. Yeah, just a little swivel, right? A little. Put a little all right, swivel. I want to patent that. That's not a miss. <laughs> another good idea. Uh, but the yo-yo is, um, is even if you just kicking it up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down as a kid is a lot of fun. Just whip it up and down. And then you could, that one you did, the Around the World, is easy because you don't have to sleep. You just have to have a right. lot of room. Exactly. Don't do it in a small space with other little children around. <laughs> you it think could this really will... be used as a weapon, though. I mean, you could really hurt somebody with this. Do you think the yo-yo will ever take the place of uh, the, the Gun? App, the, the tablet. The tablet? You know, the, the, the iPad and whatever. Oh, you mean yeah, people would rather do this? Yeah. No. Like I said, if you could, if you could uh, Snapchat with the yo-yo, I think it would be a big hit. It's not a bad idea. You could actually, you could, you could go, you know, Facebook Live and show yourself doing the tricks. That wouldn't be a bad idea. That's true too. Yeah, yeah we could try that. All right. Well, uh, Dan, when we come back, we're going to dive into some more of the games that we suggest. Not only yo-yo, but now back to board games or unique kind of games that we'll play and uh, try to see if there's anything that. I don't know, that you you can add to the, the mix here to try to make a family fun night even more fun on Everything Old is New Again. We'll be right back right after this. Still can't make it sleep, huh, Dave? No, I, I just walked the dog. I Dude. literally just walked the dog. I know because your floor is all wet. <laughs> Man. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show. With Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Now there's a Betty Crocker Easy Bake Oven. Just for you. The most beautiful oven I've ever seen. Be a Betty Crocker Baker. Make a Betty Crocker Cake in your Betty Crocker Easy. 
Easy Bake Oven. Uh, I have to tell you that uh, we're back on Everything Old is New again. That is a, uh, I guess you'd call it a game or a toy that we're going to take a look at here on Everything Old is New again with Dan Newberger and uh, David Cohen. Uh, toys and board game aficionados that they are the, yes. The, you should have told me I would have brought, my wife has an Easy Bake Oven. I would have brought it in. See, now, it's evolved. It used to look like an oven. And it would be very hot. What does it look like now? Now it, it looks like it's a big plastic, kind of like a half an egg shaped kind of thing. I should have brought it downstairs. Angelica has one. And uh, it's just not as much fun because it doesn't look like an oven. It's just a thing that heats up, but they had to make it so safe that the slit <laughs> to put everything in, you can't get your hands in. You got to put a, you put it in with a stick and you get it out with a stick. I mean, it's really impossible to have so, fun with So it. when did the Easy Bake Oven come out? Was it the 60s or the early 70s? Gotta be the- yeah, that was, that was a commercial from 67. Yeah. So it was interesting because right around... I think it was the early 70s, you started to see two things happening in the world of toys. One was you started to get much more of an ecological bent to some of the toys. Like There was there was a toy that I found that I don't remember, but it was called the Johnny Horizon Environmental Test Kit. <laughs> wow. I don't remember anybody playing with it. But... Well, it's a catchy name. <laughs> right. So it's amazing that it didn't catch on. But, but at the same time, in the early 70s, toys for girls started to shift from the very gender-based traditional type of easy-bake oven, you have to grow up and be a housewife, to other sorts of games for girls. But the easy-bake oven, if you were a girl that, you know, anywhere around our age, you were playing with toys in the 60s and the 70s, you had an easy-bake oven, or you knew somebody that had one of these. <laughs> Make it sound so seedy. That's true. I know someone that has it. I know a guy. I know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> And you know what? I know somebody I could supply you with, <laughs> with the cupcake mix and the chocolate chip cookie mix if you really want it. It's the stuff tasted terrible, by the way, if you remember. <laughs> the new ones aren't that... They don't taste great. They aren't that bad. They're at least edible, I'll say. But uh, it, Anything right. cooked by a light bulb is not going to taste that good. It's just, it's but just, I have a guy. That's a fair point. <laughs> so that was that one. Here's another one that, that uh, I know I know you have heard of or thought of. Uh, and I know David loves this one, I have to say. We'll see if you remember this. Ants in the pan. You just flip them through the air. Ants, ants, ants. Keep on flipping silly ants. Ants, ants, ants. Flip them right into the pants. Ants in the pants. A brand new fun game. But be fast, because the one who flips all his ants first into the goofy pants is the winner. David, tell us a little bit about that one. Well, it was a... So you picture these plastic blue hollowed out pants that would stand up by themselves. And and with yellow like McDonald's arches as suspenders, and then you have these plastic ants, and you could press down on the tail of the ant. If you press down on the tail, the ant would flip up in the air, and the goal was to flip it into the pants that are standing there. And uh, I love the game, and I got really like like deeply obsessed with it. <laughs> Where you know, because the ants they would come in four different colors, so. I started like a whole league. Like I had team names, and they have the uniforms, and they would play each other. Ants in the pants. Did you have stats? Whole, I yeah. had stats. Yep, yep. <laughs> David, that's so. sad. <laughs> well, you know what he was great at. That that translates though into college when you play quarters. Yeah. So you know, there's a, it's a that you know the problem is ants in the pants is a gateway to drinking. That's the problem. <laughs> or drinking games it's at like the a very gateway least. drug. <laughs> See, my only memory of that game from when I was growing up was I remember my parents all the time saying. Do you have ants in your pants? And, and when I got the game, my answer was always yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you asking me? You want to play? <laughs> so it's basically the, it's funny. It's a big plastic um, 
pair of pants right. with suspenders. That's what that you said. are. Yes, yeah, I, I know, but the suspenders are odd, is what I'm saying. What would they? Oh, because they would block, block the ants, ants from going in. Oh, so it would, made it hard. Yeah, I couldn't make it that easy. It's like the defense part of the uh, right. the team. <laughs> I, I never had that game. I never. Uh, it actually it, was know. pretty fun. I have to say. Yeah, yeah even I, I know I got too into it, but it was it was fun. Did you invite people over, like friends, and did you ask them to play, or did you always just play by yeah, yourself? I was just. I didn't have friends. Ah, so that's why I enjoyed it because I didn't need any. You know, I could just play against myself. Well, what about you? You playing against the barrel of monkeys? Let's hear about that. Nothing's more fun than a barrel of monkeys, you heard people say. You can own the barrel of monkeys, they'll make side games so easy to play. Empty the barrel, pick up a monkey, hook them together one by one. The trick is to make a chain of 12. Steady now, you've just begun. I didn't know the trick was you had to make a chain of 12. That, that was, no, I didn't know oh, that either. Didn't know either. Yeah, so That's the objective? That was the objective. Let's see, I have barrel of monkeys with us here. And Leo has a couple of his sea urchins in there as well. We'll take those out. And let me see how many... You inevitably lose some of these, right? So, so right. here's the thing about this game I never got. So when the monkeys are laying on top of another monkey, you can grab, you know, with your the monkey that's in your hand, you can grab the monkey's hand. But once they're laying on the ground, I honestly think it's physically impossible. You think <laughs> so? Yeah, well, when, but they, when the chain gets the long enough... Oh, let's take a look. I'm going to try... You're right. Look at, all right. So I'm going to try one. Right. So you're saying when they're by themselves, yeah, see, now, now, right. it's hard to. Well, that's part of it. You got to. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. It's not so easy, right? All right. What? Because yeah, they don't. It's the. I think it's the angle of if yeah, you look, put if the you palm use two down. hands, it's very easy. <laughs> see, one hand after the. <laughs> but how about someone? Does anyone want to try that? We have nine here. David, you want to try to get nine? Uh, there's no way. I monkkeys. So, uh, wait, but do you spill them out and however they land? Shake it, you shake it up, you spill them out. Yeah, put it in yeah. here. We're going to do this the right way. <laughs> there you go. All right. Now, I'm, I'm not shaking them, just to be clear. This is an independent right. shake. Independent shake by Dan Newberger, <laughs> yeah. and here we go. All right, so he has the one, and a couple of them are going to be easy because they're kind of on an angle. They're on top of other ones. So he's got one, and now his another one's going to come up pretty quick. Um, these are blue monkeys you're saying when you grew up uh, dan they were different colors they were different colors and they also came in a much larger barrel so you had more monkeys right and, and leo plays with these now but he doesn't oh you got two Ooh, a double that was good all right he's got about five together now the rest of them are basically flat on the table and they're supposed to there's a little angle there on the arm you're supposed to go underneath there if you can to try to pick them up see but well, that's, that's what i'm saying you have you have no leverage to oh. yeah <laughs> The well, monkeys to fall off like the vine. Seven, six. You got five. Well, we got to put them back in the barrel. Oh, here. Are they a barrel here. of fun, though? Is, is that the question? I mean, did you have fun doing that? It's a barrel of frustration. Right. To me, it's extraordinarily frustrating. And even when you succeed, so what? <laughs> you get a banana, I think. <laughs> no, that's not a martini. That, that, that is that, the barrel of monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, see, now you gave him a nice uh, uh, spill yeah, there because that, 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 you like them all together. Right, well, oh, like, that, that's no good. There's like four of them all stuck together. Yeah. All right, let's see if you get right. down to it. We've got right, two He's minutes. got one. He's got two. All right. Now, the barrel of monkeys, um, it goes back to Egyptian days. They found them made... Of uh, oh nice Dan's got go. that was that was a mistake by the way I wasn't going for that one but they found the made of jade and and since then it's been a lot of fun through the years 
I'm making that up. No one caught me on that. Uh, we, we haven't been listening to you. There's two ancient Chinese. Uh, <laughs> There's uh, no I, way. I, I lost you, a monkey. You wow. can lose one. That's okay, I think. This is interesting. You really can't get a barrel of monkeys uh, too well. Maybe you need to play it on like a hill outside or something. So I can think of angles. so many things that are more fun than this. <laughs> wow, it's so frustrating. I, I can't do it. <laughs> no wonder why. Leo looked at it. For, he got it, and he loved it for about 30, maybe you want to try it, Doug? 25 seconds. But I don't I'm remember it being this difficult. Here we go. I don't remember it being this me difficult neither. either. Um Maybe see when they're down. What do you do? There's got to you, be a different strategy. You're having you trouble just, picking up the first one, Doug. Just uh, pinch your fingers one. together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no. Uh, can you use this side? No. Wow, these. I really think aren't you know good. what? It's. I think it's just practice, like the yo-yo. You know. All right, he's no. got, he just oh, lost oh, the he second monkey. No, you even, these you are can't really... even get three. Come no. on, try this one, Doug. All right, so I got that. Come on, there he is. And I got. See, once two. they're in the air over another one, they're relatively easy. But underneath, right. once they're on the ground, though, they're virtually impossible. This angle, this, this, we got to write in because this finger, these hands, should not be at such an angle to the sky. They should be out like horizontal, so you can get underneath. Yeah, there must be a website for suggestions on barrel of monkey <laughs> improvements. <laughs> Which we you would think do. after all this time, they would have some type of you know customer care line. We'll be back on everything old is new again, having more fun than a barrel of monkeys. Here it is. Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Duncan, the greatest name in yo-yos and a super name in fun, brings you Disco Duncan. And now, Duncan has designed their yo-yos to spin even longer, so tricks are easier to perform. Easier to perfect is what he says there. I wanted to hear that perfect. back. Yes. Not perform. Perfect. Correct. This is uh, Douglas Viviani on Everything Old is New Again with Dan Newberger, the toy and board game aficionado. David Cohen, who's now can, he literally cannot put the yo-yo down. I really can't. And no, I, it's like my it's new stopped, obsession. It's, it's literally cutting the blood off from <laughs> circulation yeah, my, from his finger. <laughs> are fingers supposed to be deep purple? purple? <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that will happen to you with these yo-yos if you give it a shot. They're, they're a, a kick in some ways. And you know what? Even if you just make it sleep and bring it up there's one trick and you feel like you're a big man the great thing is i can continue to look at my iphone while doing the yo-yo so <laughs> it kind of defeats the purpose doesn't it yeah all right well uh <laughs> then let's move on but i enjoyed the yo-yo uh, talk and hopefully you enjoyed it if you did write us at everything old is new again dot biz is a section there to send us a note or go to old new again at aol.com old new again at aol.com further if you're listening to the show this deep into the show you're enjoying the show which means that we would love for you to give a call to if you're listening on the podcast to um even if you're not to the local talk stations and tell them you like everything old is new again you would like them to carry the show as well even if you're listening on a station right now that's carrying the show obviously call them or email them and let them know you're enjoying the show we always could use the support uh from everyone out there trust me uh it, it your voice Voice does matter. Now, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I am a matchbox car guy. I always was. I think we have some Hot Wheels gentlemen in the room with me. I don't know. We have, there may be fisticuffs. We're going to talk about uh, Hot Wheels versus Matchbox and what they're all about. They're a little something else for a little boy or girl to play with and, and just have some fun with cars. And they are inexpensive to this day, and you can do family things with them, setting up tracks and loop-to-loops and, and trying to get uh, you know get the family involved with, the, with these cars. But you may not want to get too 
too involved because then all of a sudden you've got to buy every one. And I think each of these have probably like a hundred thousand each. I know Dan did some research on this a little bit. Tell us a little bit about uh, Hot Wheels and Matchbox. So hot, these, I loved these cars when I was growing up. I had I had hundreds of these cars. I had like you were saying. I think in one of the earlier shows. I had the case, one that was shaped like a tire that you opened up and it could fit 24 cars. I had one that would fit, you know, even more. That was a big rectangular box that looked like you were the young accountant going, you know, to your to your meetings. <laughs> when you go into your buddy's house, you know. Yeah, play. but here's the difference, and I never knew this until just recently when I was doing some research on this, what the difference was between a Matchbox car and a Hot Wheels car, and there actually is a difference. So they're both the same gauge which I think is like one to sixty-four, or something. So sixty-four those cars would would be the size of one regular if you, size. If you stack sixty-four of these cars, you'd be close to the size of an actual Ford Mustang, which is one one of the cars that I got, which is a Matchbox. So here's the difference: Matchbox cars are actually replicas of real cars. These are cars that exist, and and actually many of the Matchbox cars, and you can. You can tell that they're Matchbox without even flipping it over and looking at it. If they have a rear-view mirror or a side-view mirror, they're definitely Matchbox. This one actually does not have that, um, as I noticed. But um, <laughs> as I'm example. saying, yeah, I guess it wasn't a great example. But 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 it's a real car. This is a Ford Mustang. It, it exists. Right. Hot Wheels cars are futuristic cars. They're models that do not exist. And I always gravitated towards the Hot Wheel cars because I just thought that they were cooler cars without realizing that that was the fundamental difference between Matchbox and I, Hot yeah, Wheels cars. I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, well. So a Hot Wheels car is is something that they've designed, Hot Wheels designed, and you're not going to find it anywhere. It does not exist in reality. Interesting. Now, I enjoyed the, uh, the Matchbox cars, and I don't know why. From what I understood back in the day, the Hot Wheels were more of the in and more expensive type of vehicle and if you got the matchbox cars where it has it supposedly they were less expensive and and uh maybe because of that because they just imitated other cars yeah, i don't know if it's true or not but but the according to google the hot wheels cars actually operated better on the track that they sold for hot wheels cars although matchbox cars do fit on the track because they are the same size the hot wheels cars actually i guess the the axle on them spins more freely or something and of course matchbox did not do what hot wheels did which was tr to transition into more of the you know s sort of the electronic age first you had hot wheels became the sizzlers right the sizzler was we had you know the, the machines that would make the car go on its own you didn't have to push it yourself almost like a like a pitching machine you ever see that with the, with the ball and it, it goes out that's exactly right, right. yeah or a football it, you're exactly right that's right. exactly what it looked like um matchbox never made that transition um, interestingly, when I was just recently in the toy store looking for yo-yos, they had a, a, a gigantic display of Matchbox and Hot Wheels cars. They both still exist, and I couldn't help myself. I had to buy... I had to buy one because it just brought back so many memories right. for me. So. Now, are those, is the display together or are they separate? They're not together. They're different manufacturers. They're different manufacturers, as I, as I understand it, but they were literally side by side, just like they were when we were growing up. I don't remember there being a Hot Wheels section and a Matchbox section. It was just the toy but cars. Another thing I think is along the lines of what you say is I, I never see or I very rarely see, if I've ever seen, the Matchbox track. You know, like these accessories. They just think, sell the cars, right? Yeah, I don't think Matchbox made the tracks. And, and and actually, it was kind of silly that they didn't because people were using their Matchbox cars on the Hot Wheels tracks. And so whoever the manufacturer was of Hot Wheels was getting all of the additional revenue for the add-ons. Right. <laughs> Whereas the Matchbox guys weren't. I wouldn't be surprised if they were actually the same manufacturer. That would make a lot more sense to me as to why they didn't do that. Something tells me it was Mattel for Hot Wheels. I'm not sure. 
Um, yeah, I don't remember. Might be right. Doesn't might say. Right. I have a, now. I, now I went with Leo to uh, a McDonald's recently, and, and right now they have hot. They're describing them as Hot Wheels as the toy you get with the value meal. What do you call it, the child kids, kids meal. meal? And uh, I have it with me now. And Dan pointed out, and very true, very right, that the gauge size is totally different. So they must be. Uh, made uniquely for, for McDonald's, McDonald's, so they probably. changed the size of it. Also, something that's come out recently is you back these cars up and let them go, and they'll go on their own. Uh, cars, certainly back in the day, didn't do that in the past. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at the bottom of both of these cars, and they, they both say Mattel, so that would explain why they didn't come out oh, with see? a separate uh, Interesting. I bet you back in the day they were not made by the same company. Let's hear a, a commercial for... Um, let's go to Hot Wheels first. They have these... these these centers and different things you could use with the cars. Bring you the new Hot Wheels talking service app. Check under the hood, sir. Makes your Hot Wheels come alive. Sir, park on the third level, please. You can buy Hot Wheels track to add right on the talking service center and go. Yeah, so they, they again, the accessories, that's like a, a service center and you're at different levels, you're bringing yeah. your car to different levels and whatever. And here's an ad for the Matchbox cars around the same year in the 70s. Let's see what they're trying to promote. Like every Matchbox car, each of our 79s has a sticker price of about a buck. No matter who you are, Matchbox has the car that says you. Yeah, I remember that commercial. There's more to it, of course. They were promoting whatever type, as if you were buying a real car, whatever type of car you want. We have, and they're still very inexpensive. I was surprised. They were, I think they the were, one that I got was like a dollar forty nine or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so they only increased like fifty percent in forty years. <laughs> That's I, amazing. We, what else has done that? I don't think. Of course, the, the price of manufacturing them has probably dropped by it's about ninety percent. Yeah, but. kind of outsourcing that stuff now. I but guess. they're still made of metal, which right, uh, right. appears to be metal. Um, yeah. So that they're not badly but made. I, I also remember m- maybe Hot Wheels was sold the same way, but Matchbox cars used to come in little. Um, boxes, individual yeah, oh yeah, boxes, oh yeah, little plastic. Well, uh, not plastic. If, they were cardboard boxes. And I don't know if Hot Wheels did, but that that was another cool thing about Matchbox that I liked. If I recall correctly, Hot Wheels came in a in a bubble wrap with the with the Look, cardboard plastic. backing. It would hang on a, on right, a hook. I think and right. I think Matchbox cars did come back then, at least in a in a, a cardboard box. Well, that's yeah. for the name of it. it. Was a, it was a Matchbox? It fit into the Matchbox. Oh, oh that makes well, sense. Me, right. Welcome to everything new again. There you go. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for being the voice of reason here. <laughs> and thank you, Dan Newberger, for being with us for three shows to talk about toys, board games, the Renaissance, and uh, the hopefully new beginning. We talked of, about the Renaissance. Well, the Renaissance thereof. <laughs> oh, okay. And the new beginning I must have of missed that one. A <laughs> family fun night with your family. Enjoy it. Uh, let us know what your thoughts on everything old is new again dan thank you so much thank you guys it was a lot of fun it was great yeah all right great to see you again we'll be back on everything old is new again next week enjoy some more pop culture entertainment now dan we have about uh, a minute and a half left here uh just wanted to see uh, your behind-the-scenes look at everything old is new again. You're in our studio. You're, um, we've had some guests in the studio, of course. We have some people call in. But what was your experience like spending three hours in this uh, this luxurious confines? Here? Well, I was actually surprised at how <laughs> spacious and and you know beautiful the the surrounding is in your studio. But um, I have to say, this was great fun. First of all, for for those folks who don't know. Doug and David for as long as I've known them this is literally like a throwback to high school I mean these conversations were I mean exactly like they were a long long time ago 
Um, it, was, it was great fun reminiscing about these old toys, but um, it, it made it a lot more fun to, to see you guys again and to, and to chat with you. Definitely. Feelings mutual. It's Likewise. weird how so many years can go by and then like you're... It's like yesterday. Yeah, right? it really is. Right, it is and, weird. and I can I could smell the spaghetti and meatballs as we, you know, <laughs> in my lady. mind, <laughs> wafting through the air as we were, you know, and that piece of bread with the with the butter. Do you remember this? Uh, the the, the, the meals room? that you would have, the lunch meals. Oh God, that? I try and block that out of my mind. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> they they uh, they stick with you. That's another show for another day. Uh, what they're eating now in school versus uh, yeah, I'm sure that'll get day. Dan back in the studio. <laughs> yeah, reminiscing <laughs> reminiscing about cafeteria school, food. School <laughs> <laughs> now, if you, if you talk about the school lunch, ladies, then that's a whole right. other story. But. <laughs> but we did have fun. We, we did have fun back in the day, and we continue it now. We try to continue the, the fun on the radio and uh, in person, and uh, and we'll definitely like to have you come back. We'll find other topics or other toys uh, down the line and, and have you on back. So Thank you. Thanks again. So David Cohen, Douglas Viviani, Dan Newberger, we'll be back uh, next week, and everything will Wow, that's loud. Now, Dave, you keeping the yo-yo or am I? Can't get rid of that yo-yo. You're still on your finger. Take it from me, please. <laughs> please.